Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Okay, well, welcome back in hour number two. If you missed any part of the show, you can check us out on the ticketfm.com website. Um, check out our podcast. We're on the Ticket Weekends tab there or on any of your favorite podcasting platforms um i'm not a big podcaster i listen to itunes that's about is it that's the one we we have Mm -hmm. but yeah spotify spotify also you can check us out we are on live on facebook youtube twitch twitter and we're on television Mm -hmm. allo channel 951 okay so if you want to come see our faces you can check that out as well Mm -hmm. um one more here shout out if you are a unl college student Listen up. Get your free campus cash. The Student Marketplace mini bag it's tonight. It's mini mag. Oh. <laughs> Why did I say mini bag? I don't know, but you said it mini last time too. mag <laughs> tonight at the Big Red Welcome. Starts at 6.30 p.m. and goes to, until 8.30 p.m. The ticket is proud to be the official media sponsor of Campus Cash, the Student Marketplace mini mag i don't want people to think they're gonna get a bag a little teeny bag that's yeah <laughs> okay yes and you might be wondering well, Change in. you guys what is the mini mag? mag well i'm gonna answer that for you <laughs> since you were wondering yeah. the mini mag includes tons of great discounts from your favorite spots in lincoln like Kubota alumni hall did i pronounce that wrong qdoba qdoba on my defense i have never we eaten have never there. eaten there i know to so, Mike Schaefer's chagrin. I know. It's one of his favorite places. Qdoba. I don't know if that's right, but I think it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yep. DP's like, how do we get these people on the radio this morning? <laughs> Alumni Hall, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Amigos, Juice Stop, and more. All you have to do is grab a free campus cash, the Student Marketplace Mini Mag tonight at the Big Red, Big Red Welcome at the dorms, the Union, or more places on campus. Also, if you are not a UNL student, you can get discounts too through the free campus cash app available on your iPhone or Android. So UNL students, mm-hmm. back to school. Go get out and get your, get your freebies, your mini mag tonight. Sponsored by 93.7 The Ticket. All right, Kelly. Yes. So I know you've been with Ferrell's for almost 13 years. What what did you do for like fitness before then? Yeah, so I was fortunate enough that I didn't really have to do a whole lot because of sports. So Mm -hmm. I was pretty active. And when I stopped becoming super active... Um, realized I needed to do something. So literally it would be treadmill. It would be elliptical. I hated strength training. It's a little intimidating. Just walk into a whatever gold's gym and, and saddle up to the dumbbells. (laughs) So you just, next to somebody with their arms, like you know, this big big weight belt with Bruce on the back. And (laughs) so I, so I'm always jumping on the treadmill because that's just what you did. And yeah. And so, you know, right before Ferrell's, we had all the equipment in the basement because, you know, that's what you do and you're super motivated by that. And I would get up every morning, every morning and go downstairs and get on the elliptical or the treadmill and that would be my routine. Mm -hmm. And it really was, in hindsight, horrible. Mm -hmm. Boring. Boring. Yeah. Boring. Even You know, you do everything you can. TV, 
music. Mm-hmm. It, it's just you, I couldn't get into it. But I'd do yeah. it because I knew I had to do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know if it was helping. <laughs> I know it was not helping. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because of the fact that I'd go up and have a pop tart. Right. I was done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fueling yourself. Yeah. Fueling yeah. myself yeah. with pop tarts. Yeah. <laughs> so when, like, when did you? When was your 10 week challenge at Farrell's and, and what made you decide to start? How'd you hear about it? You know, those types of things. Yep. So, um, it was January, I believe 2011 and I hadn't heard about it. So my wife Gwen came home and said, there's this thing down the street. It's called Farrell's and I want to try it because we were kind of in similar scenarios and feeling and not having any results and needing results. And and I said, okay, well, let's, you know, let's go look. And so we went and um, talked to the owner at that time. And I said, well, okay, it's 5 a.m., but I would typically get to work at about 6-ish at that point. And I said, I'll do it for 10 weeks with you. I'll get you set up. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. Crystal said, too. I'm only doing this for 10 weeks, and I'm yep, done with this. Yep. Yep. And I said, once that's over... Um, and I'll let my boss know that, hey, I might be a little bit late to work. Now, granted, I didn't have to be at work at 6.15, but that, so was that's your routine. A, that was my routine. Yeah. So uh, we, got, we got into it, and, I mean, it was, it was game changer for us, obviously, since I've been uh, – I'm still doing it. Right. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I found out about it. It really wasn't – it was very brand new. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, you know, Gwen just drove by it and saw it and said, hey, I want to try this, and – I'm like, I'm on board. Let's give it a shot. I love boxing. Like, my family, I grew up going to Golden Gloves. I grew up oh, watching awesome. boxing on TV when it was on ABC, Wide World, Wide World of Sports. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hector Macho Camacho would be on there, and you didn't have to pay $200 to watch. <laughs> so we, we were all in. My family was all in on boxing. And so it was appealing to me because, oh, I'm like, oh, I, I get tits. I get gloves. Mm-hmm. I get gloves and things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, watching boxing like that you were were you more like because when i'm growing up for me my family was all about the heavyweights right oh, it yeah. was with mike tyson riddick bow like lennox lewis uh, george foreman mm-hmm. like those was that your family like you say hector macho camacho that's more of the the lighter weights so that, that had like sugar ray leonard mm-hmm. is that kind of what you like who was your favorite boxer uh, growing up where you're just like this is gonna be awesome well, heavyweights were always awesome back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were always good, and you couldn't not like Tyson just right. for the way he yeah. boxed. But mm-hmm. I loved George Foreman. Um, but um, Roy Jones Jr. was one of my favorites because I, I, when you get kind of into that middleweight area or whatever he was at that point, they're powerful and speedy, mm-hmm. and that was always kind of fun. But if you wanted a big old roundhouse knockout, you always watched the heavyweights <laughs> walloping. Yeah. So we, it was all, it was the whole gamut. We watched all of it. Do you remember when Roy Jones Jr. fought a heavyweight for the first time? He, he I can't remember what the, the heavyweight was. I don't remember that. I can tell you when it was because oh, okay. Nicole was having labor pains. <laughs> was in labor. With our daughter <laughs> stuck in the bedroom while we had a big gathering in the out, living room. I was out oh, in the no. living room for a lot oh, of it. For, a pay-per-view because Roy Jones Jr. fought yeah. a heavyweight for the first time. Somebody needs to look that up. <laughs> it would have been like February 28th then, the end of February? Yeah, end of February in 2003. 2003. Yes, I can't Harrison. remember who it was, but 
Oh, oh, oh he's I, not I even thought listening. He, I thought he was totally listening. He was no, like he's looking not. it up for us. He's, he's not like, listening. No, I'm I'm looking through. I'm looking through TikTok. Is usually our, uh, you know, our fact checker. So yes, Roy Jones Jr. fought it. a heavyweight, and and Nicole was basically in labor. Can we just talk about this on a show? We just ignored. Yeah, she's she's, she's fine. She's fine. She's she's fine. She's we had a friend in med school at the time, and I think she thought she was going to have to deliver a baby that day <laughs> because we can't we she can't tear ourselves away from the fight. Oh, absolutely. She didn't come for two more days. It was fine. I just we, had yeah. we paid for this. That were Dang five it. minutes apart. It's fine. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> So anyway, back what, to fitness. What did you think about coming to get your picture taken, oh. your before picture? Because yeah, that's why people are always like, oh, my gosh. They're just Nicole's taken thousands of before pictures, and nobody looks, ever looks happy in them. So yes. the befores. I, um, you know, I, I wasn't overly excited about that. <laughs> that that was one piece where you're like, oh, really? We've got to do I that. And mm-hmm. I like, though, that everyone has gone through that. You know yes. what I mean? I think that helps when you're in that process and you know that everyone else has had the same exact experience. It's yes. kind of shared trauma. It is. And I will I will tell you, and I, I told Gwen that if I talk about you, you can't like be mad at me, but um, we got our pictures taken and it was awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we went and it basically it was like, well, last hurrah, like let's go out to oh, dinner I, and yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever. And we mm-hmm. were sitting there and we were, you know, I don't know, not chatting, but I look up and she's kind of tearing up. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's wrong? And she said, that was horrible. And mm-hmm. I said, well, we're never going to do that again. We're never right. going to be that, that again. Feel that way. Again. We're never going to feel that way again. And this is why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, that, I always think about that, that story as, you know, you, you always have kind of up and down in your journey forever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you just, if you've got an up, you just know you're going to come down again. And, um, I always think about that when we, when yeah. we started, how different our mentalities were about a lot of stuff and how really kind of, uh, we both were mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. yeah. People so. do get emotional sometimes <clears throat> when, which is 99.9% of the reason why I take all the pictures. Cause you can't handle people and their emotions. Mm. I've taken one before picture. <laughs> total ever no you've taken a couple i if i take a before picture now it'll be a guy's picture right um, yeah i i took one it feels uncomfortable taking a woman's I, I before took, picture which is you know well so safe. the two the reasons why nicole takes all the pictures is one she had her because i'm assu- I, i'm assuming tammy probably took yours right y- yes okay yes so when nicole did her 10-week challenge a guy took her picture mm, mm-hmm. yeah and she was just like I had white socks on. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. She <laughs> like like which part of that's on me? Why was I wearing white socks? But well, it was 2007. In my and defense. what what length were they? Right, because if, if they were if they were ankle height, no, nope, too high. Even higher than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was if it 2007. Right. Let's just leave it at that. But so I was a little traumatized from having a man take my before picture. I never met this person. I don't think I ever really saw him again so he was probably a pm coach or something you yeah, know yeah, so yeah. he was just like you're in the conveyor belt you're just in and out get your picture taken and i don't know i don't like that and so because mo- most people put other people through that most people when they start are just like like when i started i was at my lowest point yep like this and is, highest is point but yeah what like, do you mean on oh, a scale my heaviest <laughs> right. point on the scale yeah. my lowest point and it was just mentally. like mentally. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, for 
a lady to get her picture taken by a guy is, you know, you're already feeling like, oh my gosh, this is this. All right, get your, didn't your bra and underwear? Let's go. Right, pretty much. I know. So I had to take a picture one time (laughs) and I was like, I looked in that camera and I was like, my God, it feels like I'm having an affair right now. (laughs) That's dramatic. It was just like, this does not feel right to me (laughs) ever again. That so is dramatic. She, she, so, no, I'll, I'll take yes, some guy if you pictures. you do ferals, and they're usually terrible. That's why you also don't take pictures because <laughs> yeah, they're never it's... right. They're never right. But in, in Lincoln, I take all the before pictures for that. That's a big part of the reason why. Because it can be, and it can bring up emotions. Like Gwen probably wasn't expecting to feel that way. Right. 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 So it probably caught her off guard a little yes. bit that she felt that way. Yes. Um, so it does. that does happen. You have a lot of, a lot of emotions in that picture room that first time so at what point like during the 10 weeks did you two think like we're, we're staying like was it five weeks or like or how did that go because you said you were both just going to sign up and you're doing 10 weeks and that's it and here we are 13 years later <laughs> yeah i i don't know the exact time but i think it had to be at least around five weeks i'd say because at that point you got into the rhythm of getting up early you've got into the rhythm of of the workouts you started to feel more comfortable with the combinations mm-hmm. and what you, what you should be doing in those first few weeks you're kind of like what you know mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of barking at you <laughs> yeah. not meanly but right. you know, yeah. just, just music's loud music's and, loud right. and you're a little disoriented um and so probably about five weeks when you start to feel comfortable and then you've got your five week testing which kind of gives you a little bit of a boost mm-hmm. and I think that's when people start five to the 10 kind of start to go, wow, you're looking, you're looking good. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, your, your muscle definition's looking good. You know, your coach is sort of encouraging you through that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's probably around five, five, six weeks. Okay. Um, once you just got to get into the like rhythm. Yeah. That's what it is. And then you start thinking about like, well, what am I going to do? after this yeah and then and 10 weeks for people a lot of times like you were intimidated by strength training before you started ferals um 10 weeks isn't really a lot of time to get comfortable with that too to feel like you could even do it on your own because i mean some people can and can successfully transition from group fitness to kind of doing it on your own but even in that 10 weeks um you know, it's not really enough time to maybe feel like you can do it on your own. So I think that's important yeah. time to start thinking about, well, what am I going to do? I already had this routine established and now what am I going to do afterwards? So, well, and a lot of the times the routine is because of the people around you too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I could get up every day at 415 if I wasn't doing this, but would I, mm-hmm. you know? And so part of it is just that extra motivation with your friends mm-hmm. who are also mm-hmm. going and, you know, being able to see them. There are times where I don't see, you know, some of them except for the gym. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that is also, I think a really good motivator is just having people around you who have like-minded goals and, yeah. mm-hmm. and have fun working out and, and which is a things. big part of like, putting yourself out there in the in the classes to get to know the people around you because Mm -hmm. I think that's something that you have made friends in this that like you travel with and stuff Mm -hmm. like now and you could have you know trudged in and had the same attitude on your you know that you did on your elliptical in your basement all by yourself and you know but you come in and you open yourself up to people and you get to know people and you get to and I think that sometimes people miss that if they don't make those connections yes 
And yes. I think that's really important. I, I agree. And it wasn't like we ran in there to say, hi, I'm, uh, hi, I'm, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, it's five in the morning. You know, right. It's not like, but yeah, I mean, it, it ends up that you do, you do have friends for life. I mean, I've got, and we're kind of segueing into that piece of it, mm-hmm. but I have um, friends I've met at the gym that I, we travel with routinely mm-hmm. that we, for example, um, always wanted to scuba dive and never did because eh, we just don't know anybody and how yeah. do we do it. And our friend Amanda and her husband Carrie are, are huge divers. Amanda, I met at the gym and we still travel to this day mm-hmm. and we're traveling in November together. And, you know, Crystal, who's another instructor and her husband, we travel all the time and we, we golf. Um, we're, in, you know, involved with their kids' lives and just fast friends crystal and tony mm-hmm. along with a couple other um really good friends mm-hmm. went with us and uh, when we got married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, all of those relationships came from from the gym mm-hmm. yep yeah. which is really cool but, but, i mean it is cool because that's that's the the whole Farrell's culture and family and stuff and meeting people like, most of our friends are all from Farrell's. Mm-hmm. i mean we just you, do, you don't know them you come in and um you get to know them that's that's just really cool so when did you start? So what kind of made you, well, we're going to get into this a little bit and then we're going to take a break and then we'll, we'll end up with the next segment. But when did you decide you wanted to be an instructor? Well, I didn't decide that. Um, <laughs> so you mentioned Tammy, she was the owner when we started yes. and she gently, um, asked if I would try it. Mm-hmm. And I said no. How far were you into your, like, Farrell's journey? I'd, I'd say it was around a year. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a little less. But she really continued to encourage me. She was hard to say no to. She mm-hmm. still is hard to say no mm-hmm. to. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I got into it. And I was petrified. Mm-hmm. Absolutely petrified to try it. Did you start with strength training? I started with okay. strength training, if I can remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, lots of good mentoring from from her, from other instructors. Um, we had a group go, you know, kind of train together. So we had that kind of group to bounce ideas off of. And everybody was super willing to, to help, uh, to provide, you know, workout ideas and mm-hmm. things like that. And then what was super intimidating for me was one teaching my own class mm-hmm. I mean, I was your, like, of your people these yes. are your people and I'm yeah like, oh geez no and then so i started in the afternoon so yeah. i could get a, little a lot familiar. of morning instructors like to do that yeah that's that's what we do too like yeah. start a lighter class you, that's because yes. the morning classes are much busier yeah, yeah. that yeah. is a little more intimidating so yeah that's how that's how i started out and then rolled into mm-hmm. uh, kickboxing all right. Well, we're going to take a break yep. and then we're going to continue that conversation about why you've continued to be an instructor. And, and so to think about over break, like why did you continue to be instructor, um, motivating people and, and how you find that to do that on a daily basis. So we'll be right back with mm-hmm. Kelly Kramer from the Yankee Ridge Farrell's location on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 